Good day, Buffet. Sorry to keep you waiting. Your table is ready for a How You Can Eat, a weekly comeback of K-pop music commentary. My name is Chuck Jose, and each week we take a brand new release, and we let you know what we think about it. But before we get to that, I gotta, intru- I gotta quickly introduce you to the other co-leaders of the group. Doing his best impression of Taemin, um, having the uh, only thing missing is a crop top. Um, but he's got he's got the cap on and he's got his beautiful red hair. It's Alan Mark. How are you doing, man? Hello. Uh, I wish my hair was long as long as his was in the advice <laughs> video, but alas, it is not quite there yet. Also, I might get a haircut <laughs> soon. So uh, true. Uh, but you just got to yes. do the rest of the uh, the pod with your um, your chin up and like doing like the his choreo where he's like kind of yeah exactly got it got it. I'll just, right, I'll we'll, just do we'll that periodically it. throughout the episode. I yeah, won't yeah, tell exactly. you when, when it's happening. Exactly. I love it. But yeah, how are you doing, man? Doing all right. Cool. <laughs> all right. And now, um, <laughs> rounding up. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, uh, enough said. Enough said there. Efficient. Efficiency. Uh, yeah. There you go. Just got, we, we got a long bio, right? So we got we to gotta really... Uh, barrel through this intro and uh, running out the big three of course is the one that hails he's the one that hails from NYC it's Steven how are you doing man I am good it, it always takes a while for you guys to uh, to call my name but you know there's <laughs> nothing I can do but I, I'm good I'm doing pretty well uh, yeah not much at else to got, report at least we I'm got sorry, that intro so, in a one shot at least yeah <laughs> yeah I'm, I'm sorry <laughs> I'm sorry I'm so bad at the game <laughs> <laughs> but um but yeah what what are you feeling like uh i mean i i'm feeling like this is going to just be a, a sparkling night of recording um yeah it's gonna be good we're gonna we're gonna shine i think today <laughs> think like, wait, what song is that <laughs> today <laughs> again uh, this I, episode's gonna be a critical beauty of an episode <laughs> I am. I I need to catch up yeah. on my uh, my uh, my groups. Uh, the the group we're covering. I, I need to catch up on their songs. You need titles. you need to catch up on your five sided shapes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. All right. Well, glad to glad that we have returned. Uh, glad that we are back into the thick of things, and um, really happy to be covering the release we're covering this week. Uh, but before we do that, um, there's of course a ton of other songs that have come out this week, and we want to show them some love. And so I'm going to throw it to Stephen, and he's going to lead off our section that we like to call Stephen Specials of the Week. All right, thank you. So yeah, last week we had a really like packed week of releases. Um, this week there were fewer to choose from, but there were still some pretty interesting ones uh, that I'm going to mention. Um, and first is a girl group who's back. Um, 
I think they, they're probably more popular than I, than I thought. And I think a lot of people have been wondering when they would come back. But uh, I learned something kind of unfortunate about this uh, comeback. But it's the latest single from Nature. It's called Rika Rika. And it's actually a single album. Uh, the title track is called Rika Rika. And then the B-side is called Dear Leaf. Um, so for this comeback, um, Nature, who, who is a nine-member group, um, they are just uh, for this comeback to seven members. Um, as the Magne Sunshine is still on hiatus, which started in June 2020, and I'm actually not well. In the video, there's seven members, but I'm, I'm not sure if the other member will be present for the promotions for this. Um, but this song was written by uh, Ratel Yummy Tone Glabingo, who wrote. Uh, the B-side, Dear Leaf, and Heigu. So these, those are all names that are pretty new to me. And this uh, single was accompanied by a series on their YouTube channel about the production of the album, but it was done in a mockumentary style, which is actually kind of cool that you don't see too often in, in K-pop or in Korean uh, media. But the thing that I found out was that uh, this release was pretty much immediately embroiled in controversy due to their uh, appropriation of some uh, of like South Asian and uh, African, specifically Ivorian culture. So with the styling, <laughs> we saw like the the makeup, um, like taking from like Indian, I think, like makeup and and jewelry. I I know that they had a bindi in, in one of the in the video, and then the dance uh, is like using a traditional Ivorian dance called Zawuli. And uh, yeah, I think, you know, people were were kind of upset about the use of both. Uh, so yeah, I, I, I was, as I was like, I didn't see that right away, but then I was learning more about uh, this release. Um, yeah, just that came up, unfortunately. Um, Yikes. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> Yeah, because it, it was, a, I think it's kind of a long-awaited uh, release. So it's, it's, yeah, too bad that they that's, had to go that that's, way. That's disappointing. Yeah. Um, but anyway, uh, moving on to Tuesday, <laughs> we have a um, solo debut. Um, it's from Yayin of Lovelies. So it, it's called... Plus and minus. Uh, she signed this month. Or she signed uh, to a new agency called Sublime Artist Agency, which also manages uh, Young Jay and Jackson of Got Seven, uh, Yeren of G Friend, Hani of EXID, Rain, and the actor uh, Song Kang Ho, who you may know from like the the Vengeance trilogy and recently in Parasite. Um, but uh, yeah, this song, it was written by the writers Boy Toy and PLZ of Blatinum. I think that's the name of their uh, group. And it, it's just like a, it's like a nice low-key tune. And the, the video looks like it's just clips of her um, on a recent trip to LA. And she's just having fun and like waving to strangers. <laughs> and it's just nice. So, but yeah, um, I don't remember if any other members of Lovelies have... Um, debuted or been too active so but uh, we, I just know that Miju yeah. is Miju is like another whole bunch of 
like shows and stuff. Like she shows oh, up in okay. a lot of a variety of stuff, but that's about it. Okay. Yeah. So I think, I mean, I feel like I've mentioned a lot of solo debuts recently, like from groups that are, you know, no longer here. But uh, yeah, uh, that's not the only one. Next on the next day on Wednesday, we actually have a sort of a debut, um, but it is Def, or who's better known as JB of God Seven. Um, it's a mini album called Love and a title track, Sunset With You. So uh, JB did release a mini album last year, but this mini album, Love, is actually his first um, as uh, Death. And he co-wrote and co-composed each of the six tracks. Uh, it features the singer and songwriter Juni on the song Like a Fool. And then others credited include Leon, Royal Dive, Mirror Boy, and Simon. So yeah, that's pretty exciting. Um, there's, I think there's a video for Sunset with you, and it is on his YouTube channel. Uh, and then on Thursday, we have a single from a group I wasn't sure I would ever mention um, as releasing music, but Wana One uh, released a song called... Uh, well, the song is called beautiful part three but um i guess like the title of this release is called b-side but it's just one song um and there is a beautiful part two which came out in 2018 so yeah 101 um they they were formed from produce 101 uh, the second season of produce 101 in 2017 then they concluded their activities in 2019 but at the the latest mamas they uh had a reunion stage where they sang this song um, and all 11 members returned to record the song, but one member, uh, Quan Lin, could not perform at the reunion stage due to other um, commitments. But yeah, I guess that's a nice little uh, treat for all the 101 fans. Um, I think some of the members are, are still like active in other groups, but uh, I think just to have a group that uh, was, you know, disbanded, um, to be re- releasing is, is kind of nice. Um, talked about one of your members, uh, Beijing Young of Oh, your, your audio oh, was my, like... my thing is way low. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we did talk about one of their members, uh, Beijing Young of CIX. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh. And I feel like I mentioned AB6 in this oh, yeah. a lot. <laughs> like, yeah, I think like, like, Yeah. Um, but then the last release, uh, someone else who was... Uh, on a reality competition, uh, the singer Lee Jin Ah. She has released a single album called Rum Pum Pum. Um, and there are three songs on this single album. Uh, she wrote and composed all of them. And on the two B-sides, which are called Many Things I Want to Eat and then and Chaco, which features a singer, a singer named Soul, uh, she worked with uh, DPR Cream. Um, so this is her first release uh, since 2020's uh, mini-album Candy Pianist. And the title track features the artist Jokje on guitar, as well as choir members from the Seoul Institute of the Arts, where she was a student. So yeah, go check that out. Um, and yeah, those are the specials of the week. Okay, thank you so much, Stephen. All right, let's move on. Um, 
because we have a lot of history to cover. Uh, this group has been around for quite some time. So we, of course, need to throw it to our, or, you know, long enough for Almark to have at least a 20 minute bio, you know. So I'm going to throw it to him. He's going to cover this group and talk about what's happened for the past four or five years, something like that. Yeah, that's about it. Um, that's about it. Yeah. All right. So, Steven, oh, no, not Steven, <laughs> Almark. Wow. I'm so sorry. This is like, is this what it feels like when parents misname their children? Oh, uh, oh yeah, all the time. All right. Especially when they have to go through the, the rundown of like yeah. all their children. <laughs> Just keep forgetting. Does all Kim, right. Lip, Al- Kim really live big together? Yeah. Her 12 daughters, her 11 daughters. <laughs> yes. All right. All right, Alamar, give the rundown. All right, let's do it. Uh, yeah, so today we'll be discussing the latest release from the group Pentagon. All right, so this bio, let's get into it. So Pentagon is a boy group managed by Cube Entertainment. Uh, They were introduced through an Mnet reality show called Pentagon Maker back in 2016, where Cube would judge and select trainees fit enough to debut. At the end of the show, it was decided that Jinho, Hui, Hongsok, Yeowon, Yuto, Kino, and Wusok would be the official members of the group. They were initially set to debut on July 23rd of that year, but due to some internal issues, this was delayed. Maybe some of those internal issues were bringing in more members, so they would officially make their debut that October in 2016. But they also added members Edon, Shinwan, and Yan'an, all who had been eliminated on the show prior. And thus, they would debut as a 10-member group. Uh, but some, some fun pre-debut tidbits... Uh, Jinho, their oldest member, was originally a trainee under SM Entertainment and was part of the project group SM The Ballad, so you could hear him featured on the song Hot Times. Uh, he'd, also, he'd leave SM in 2015 to become a vocal coach, um, but at that academy, they actually convinced him to audition for Cube, where he now works as both an idol, and I think he still vocal trains um, Cube artists as well, like Soyeon and... Um, other like people too. Uh, Hui, uh, who's their leader, formerly a JYP trainee and also auditioned for Chinese Idol back in 2013. Did not make it though. Uh, and then Hong Sok uh, is a former YG trainee and participated on the reality show Mix and Match where he was eliminated in the final episode so failing to debut as a member of ICON. And then he would leave YG Entertainment in 2015. So this feels like another B slash highlight situation where <laughs> it's people that didn't go all the way through in, their, in the other major labels, which is interesting. All right. So yeah, they officially debuted on October 10th with the single Gorilla off their debut EP. Uh, and on that EP, it featured two B-sides composed by their leader, Hui. Uh, and one of them was co-composed by Edon. Uh, they would follow up that debut with their second EP on December 7th, 2016. So two EPs in the span of three months, <laughs> titled Five Senses with the lead single, Can You Feel It? Then in 2017, they would make their Japanese debut on March 29th with the EP Gorilla, with Japanese versions of four tracks uh, prior released and two completely new songs. Their next Korean comeback would occur on June 12th with the EP Ceremony and its lead single, Critical Beauty. This was their first album to chart on the Billboard World Charts at 14. 
Then their fourth EP would then come out September 6th, titled Demo Underscore One, with the lead single Like This, the first title track produced by Hui. And this would mark uh, sort of the start of members, particularly Hui, of course, as well as Jinho, Idan, Kino, and Wusok, consistently producing their own music in line with other cube groups such as Beast and B2B. Um, and then this is also begin Hui being considered as an all-rounder, garnering the name Genius Producer for being so involved with vocals, uh, compositions, production, all that. Also, that's like five EPs in a span of 12 months, which yeah. is incredible. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, hopefully they got some breaks here and there and got to rest. But uh, moving on, their fifth Korean EP, Demo 2, would be released on November 22nd, of 2017 with the lead single Runaway. Then 2018, they released their second Japanese EP, Violet, in January, followed by their sixth Korean EP titled Positivity on April 2nd, led with the single Bitnari, or better known, uh, I guess, the international audiences as Shine. That was a sleeper hit that, though did not get any music show wins, became sort of a cult favorite amongst K-pop fans because it's just so good. Uh, so much that they extended the promotion period for that song by two weeks. Then uh, their seventh Korean EP, Thumbs Up, uh, came out on September 10th with the lead single, Naughty Boy. But soon after that, the news about Edon's relationship with Hyuna blew up in the news. And then he subsequently would be removed from the group and his contract terminated. More on that in our spam episode on <laughs> Hyuna and Don's One Plus One EP. Um, so from then forward, Pentagon would continue as a nine-member group. Then in 2019, they released their eighth Korean EP, Genius, on March 27th with the lead single, Shalala, followed by their first world tour starting in June. Um, though during this time, uh, member Yan An would go on a hiatus due to some health issues, uh, so they would promote as eight members for the time being. Uh, on July 17th, they would release their ninth Korean EP, Summer. Uh, Chuck, for since you like this so much, here's the uh, how it's spelled out. It's some open parentheses, me, colon, R, close parentheses. Uh, and that had the lead single. You. You're welcome. Donna had the lead single, Humph, co-produced <laughs> by Hui and Geary Boy. Oh. Yeah. Uh, 2020, Pentagon finally released their full first full-length album, Universe, The Black Hall, on February 12th, with the lead single, Dr. Bebe, uh, showing a new... Do- <laughs> Is it Dr. Baby? Bebe? <laughs> I don't know. Showing a new, darker, more mature side to the group. Uh, this is a note just for me. Uh, on March 5th, Pentagon would collaborate with the J-Rock band Glay with the song <gasps> I'm Loving You to celebrate the band's 25th anniversary. Um, yeah, I don't know how they got connections to Glay, which is cool. I've, I've seen Jin Ho cool. do uh, like Glay covers and Yuto. They do have a Japanese member with Yuto. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. Um, all right, that was 2020. Uh, okay, then from April to June... Pentagon would participate on Mnet's show Road to Kingdom, which would determine uh, one of the groups that would compete on the following year's Kingdom. Their second performance would be a combination of the songs Shine and Spring Snow that also acted as a sending off for their eldest member, Jinho, who was announcing his enlistment for the mandatory military service 
that's actually a really nice, like, touching performance, and I recommend it. It's really fun, but also emotional. Who he's trying to like sing while through his tears. It's really, it's really great. Um, with the final song they had called Basquiat, they would ultimately place third overall behind the boys and ONF, the former being the one that would eventually perform on Kingdom. Uh, ONF, on and off, yeah. Uh, in September, they would release their first full length Japanese album titled Universe, The History, which debuted number seven on the Oricon charts. Then on October 12th, they would release their 10th Korean EP. I don't know how to pronounce this, so check. It is spelled We colon TH <laughs> with its lead single, Daisy. On October 20th, Pentagon would finally receive their first music show win after four years with Daisy on SBS's MTV's The Show. Very happy for them. I love that song. So, um, Finally, to 2021, on February 18th, it was announced that Hui would enlist for his mandatory uh, service with the rest of the members distributing his roles of album production and other duties to themselves without really assigning a temporary leader in the meantime. Uh, on March 15th, oh, somewhere in this time, I think Yanan also returned. I forgot to note that. but uh, So they sort of continued seven members, now eight members. Yeah. Uh, on March 15th, that year, they would also release their 11th EP, Love or Take, with the lead single, Do or Not, still featuring production and recording from Hui before he left for his enlistment. So that's pretty cool. Uh, in June, they would then release their fourth Japanese EP, Do or Not, with the Japanese version of the single as well. Uh, then on November 14th, Jinho would officially be discharged, discharged from his service and return as a member of Pentagon. Then finally, in 2022, Pentagon released their 12th EP, <laughs> 12. They debuted at the end of 2016. It is 2022. Wow. They have 12 EPs and two full-length albums. Um, uh, invite you with its lead single, Feelin' Like, on January 24th. This is their first EP since Five Senses back in 2016 to not feature any song produced by Hui and the first lead single not composed by any member since Critical Beauty. But every B-side does have uh, member production credits either from Kino or Wusuk, and one that's co-composed by Shinwan, as well as credits from Kino's fellow Mola members, Nathan and Hoho, whom I believe you mentioned in the Woods episode this year. Uh, so yes, it is the EP Invite You... Oh, sorry, Chuck. Uh, in, colon, Vite, uppercase U. And that's the album we're discussing today. Awesome. Thank you, Alan Mark, for your punctuality with your... <laughs> punctuations you're welcome <laughs> um okay so i have zero investment in pentagon uh, but it sounds like you guys have a little bit or a tiny a tad bit more than i do so um why don't why don't you guys kind of start and tell me uh your your fandom when it comes to pentagon like were there any songs that you've i mean it sounds like shine i mean yeah. I, I i totally miss shine so yeah um, I, I know Shine, but actually I don't know too much Pentagon either. But really, Shine's a really good one. And I remember really liking, or yeah, I liked their Love or Take from last year. I remember listening to that and th just thinking it was really good. And But that, that was probably the first mini album I had listened to of theirs. But I was more familiar with like uh, tri Triple H since Hui and Idaho yeah, yeah. both in 
Triple H. Why didn't and I like, not bring up Triple H. That's like how I knew <laughs> the members. Yeah. Uh-huh. All right, Al Mark, you've been demoted. Oh, no. You're doing, oh, you're doing no. the special. This should have been oh. two more paragraphs long. <laughs> Wait, I got demoted to specials. I think that's an upgrade. <laughs> <laughs> you're right. You're right. The less oh, work. No. <laughs> <laughs> the most important, but uh, less amount of time needed to invest in it. Um, yeah, I um, remind me again because I don't. It was the the you said the Hyona and uh, Don. Was and, that because? Yeah. And was that because they couldn't be together because like of their contracts weird, or something like that? Maybe there's weird rules around dating in, yeah. in K-pop. Some some agencies are okay, are more okay with it than others. Cube's generally not great at this stuff when it comes to mm. like quote unquote drama with any of their idols. So yeah, it's like not the first time we've seen some drama with. You is know, it on their is side. it mainly just to avoid inner r- label mingling, or just to remove any bad press that could happen? I think it's more so like how it affects fans and how they market mm. the idols to fans. Oh, okay, mm-hmm. got it. Yeah, if somebody's so, taken, yeah, then you can't really. It's like... not great. It's not great. <laughs> got it. Okay, cool. <laughs> All right. I was not there, listeners, for that episode. So, oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> although, <laughs> although that you should have listened to it. Also, to edit it. <laughs> although I did, yeah, yeah. I was gonna say, to. although I, <laughs> although I did listen to the not the bio, but the actual main chunk of the song. Main chunk of the song. Main chunk of the chunk. Got it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sorry, sorry. Main chunk. Okay, so, uh, Al Mark, do you have any uh, investment in? Pentagon? Uh, not really. Uh, Shine was the first song I heard from them, and I loved Shine because it's so catchy and really fun. And they use like, um, like Mimi dances in the choreography, like the shoot dance and stuff. And um, mm, yeah, yeah. But like, I like haven't really kept tabs on Pentagon after that. Um, I checked out go- uh, not Go Go Baby. That's Mamamoo. Uh, Doctor Bebe, <laughs> and uh, yeah, I think. Yeah, that one I don't think I was the biggest fan of because it like came off of the like right after like seventeen doing the same kind of concept. I was like, oh, okay, I like I have seventeen mm-hmm. for that already. Um, but when I heard Daisy in twenty twenty one, I was like, oh no, wait, these these guys are good. I forget. And um, yeah, I was unfortunate like that. We could have technically talked about that one, but we of course we did Blackpink instead as our first episode. So um, <laughs> yeah, but. I'm I'm happy that I actually like got to get back like actually tried to listen to more of their stuff from this like doing this research. Um they have a lot of really fun stuff. Like most of their concepts are like fun and bright. Uh like Dr. Baby's more of an outlier. So um yeah, it was I I recommend check them out because I, I tend to I enjoy self-produced groups too. So it's nice uh getting more into more of that. Cool. Apologies for my uh, witness protection light lighting going on. Oh. Listeners, you don't, you can't see it, but I have an overhead light, and it's just, I don't know, something's up with my hair, just yeah. covering my entire face. Yeah, and Very I'm good. guessing you you kept your normal voice for the episode, but right now we're hearing it really low. You've like pushed yeah, yeah, it yeah. down, so, but oh, you're hearing so. it low. I'm hearing it high. It's pitching oh. really high for me. <laughs> That's weird. <laughs> I, I'm assuming it's Chuck. <laughs> he did the intro, but. 
<laughs> and he knows our you, names. You can't, yeah. t- you can't tell from my silhouette at all also. Yeah. <laughs> silhouette. My, all right. <laughs> we should talk about this all album. Right. <laughs> yeah, let's do it. I tried to speed it up so we can have more time with the bio, but we ended up just <laughs> delaying things anyway. And we're going to have our normal runtime. Okay. <laughs> Track number one of this album uh, in, in colon Vite space capital U. Um, track number one is entitled Feeling Like and this is like Alan Mark said the lead single of off this album this EP and uh, just to start us off guys I will kind of just give my sprinkle a little bit of my notes and um, have you guys kind of follow up after me so right off the bat I, I thought this this song had a really nice groove I mean how could you not start Wanting to dance after listening to that bass. I feel like the bass is a very key component in a lot of the songs in this album. So right off the bat, you get you get a nice bass line uh, kind of starting off the song. Um, and what sort of evolved for me was kind of... Was a, a funky, a, a little dancey. But you know what, guys? Ultimately, I wasn't really... A fan of the whole package. Um, there were very specific parts that I would love to um, get into after you guys kind of give your first initial impressions. Especially, basically, the, this song for me was all came down to the rapping and all the rap portions of this song were, were fantastic, and I, those were my favorite parts. Um, but yeah, I just felt like I felt like there was all this energy being built up. And it was another one of these songs where they were like, okay, how can we make this interesting? Oh, let's make the chorus like totally suck away all the energy and just be this catchy, like simplistic, like hook. Um, which, yeah, it, it, it'll be great. And when we talk about the music video, I'll be like, okay, cool. It's a very like easy dance to kind of do on TikTok or something like that. But yeah, I. We've, we've covered a lot of uh, boy groups and there's a lot of songs um, from them that kind of remind me um, or this song reminds me of and I just feel like this is not as fun or especially for like my real introduction to Pentagon it's not really it's not really a song that I'm you know raving about um, I, I uh, I'll 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 kind of throw it to you, Stephen. Uh, how did this song? How were you feeling like with this song? Uh, I mean, there, there are certain things I I agree with what you were saying on on certain things, but and I think I did like this um, as as like their their title track. I I really okay. liked just how cool and smooth it was. And yeah. we always talk about like funky bass. That seems to be a trend. This one, I mean. I also use that word like groove a lot for this. I think the bass was just more like keeping this really steady groove. Um, and it, but it also was playing with like down and upbeats and it would vary its rhythm throughout the song. So I thought that was pretty cool. Um, but I think with the chorus, um, like there wasn't too much buildup into it. And then, okay. and I think that's why I was okay with the chorus itself not being super or like, kind of just more understated um, and it just being kind of that easy hook. So yeah. like, 
I, I didn't mind that, but I guess overall, it wasn't a really exciting song, it, but it was one I still enjoyed and had a good time listening to because of that really like steady groove throughout. Like the chorus doesn't lose that groove, but it, it's just not like a super energetic uh, song that I don't know what, but yeah, it, it's still an interesting song um, and has some interesting moments too. Um, yep. Alan Mark, what was mm-hmm. this song making you feel like? Uh, it's making me feel, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> like, initially, it made me feel good because I feel like the song starts off really strong. I, like, you mentioned the bass line. Of course, like, I'm, it's going to bring me in. But I like the um, the main sequence you start off which, with, with which we ended up finding out is also, like, the main chorus part. Um, mm-hmm. So it starts off really strong. Uh, but like after that, I sort of like kind of I don't know like yeah, it's not as energetic, which I don't think it needs to like pack a lot of power, um, especially as a single like a title track. I don't think it necessarily needs to do that. Um, but after listening like to the album as a whole, this song really got lost for me, and I it's like overall more forgettable than anything else on this album. Um, I think. A main part of that is because, like, my familiarity with Pentagon, especially with uh, title tracks, and this may be where, like, this may be the part where they really miss Hui is that they're so their title tracks are usually so like catchy and so melodically strong. I don't, I didn't really get that sense with this song. Um, like, I don't know. It does feel it feels like a stamp with their with their singles like Shine you automatically know it for its chorus um, uh, even Dr. Baby you know that immediately for its chorus Daisy which is probably my favorite uh, Pentagon title track that one you know immediately from its chorus this one I don't get the same effect which yeah I think it's maybe because it's a different group uh, producing it which one this one it's a it's our first Ryan Jun song of the year so <laughs> uh, oh, no. we'll see how many of these we get <laughs> there's so many last year. Yeah. <laughs> um, but there's also Kristen Marie, Vegard Hurum, and Jop Pangermanan, who oh. I think, I every time I see that name, I'm like, is he Filipino? I don't think he's Filipino. <laughs> I think he's like <laughs> some sort of Scandinavian. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I was like, I could be, I could be yeah. wrong. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, so that's the, that's the group behind this. Um, not to like, you know, <laughs> crap on their songwriting yeah. but um, yeah like Pentagon does hit different when Hui's not there yeah at least in That's this title shame. track yeah. because like I yeah. do have a lot of good things to say about the B-sides oh totally yeah. the, B- the B-sides for me are really where this album shines um, but uh, there were some you know moments like you were mm-hmm. saying uh, both of you guys um, and I was alluding to specifically it just felt like I don't know the the rap portions just had so much, like, so much, uh, not nastiness, but it just had so much attitude to it, and I think that's what provided me with some sort of like, I don't know, energy or attachment. Um, I was I don't remember who was starting the rap of the second verse. Um, was it Wusok? That or, was most likely. I think that was, was Uto. Uto. Yuto, oh. okay. So Yuto's like very deep voice yeah. hitting, starting the second verse with the rap. I was just like, ooh, 
I like that. Mm-hmm. I just that that really changed up the song for me and woke me up, and that was great. And um, um, yeah, and then he comes back again. I think in the rap break, uh, yeah. which is which is you know, it's just uh, I was trying to find like silver linings playbooks for the song, um, but it's just yeah, I. It's the song I have the least notes for. Yeah, um, you didn't know. I was know just trying to write for it. The talking since we're talking about the raps, I did really like the scratchy sample drums in the bridge, like the raps and the bridge part. I thought that mm-hmm. was really like a nice yeah. change of pace, and it was a really cool um, texture change compared to everything else. Yeah, I, I made a note for that part too, and it reminded me of the sample that was used for um, Pusha T's song "Numbers oh. on the Board." Oh. And um, <laughs> it's like this really. Well, I think that I think Kanye produced that one, but it, I remember just going to the sample. It's just a few seconds of this song called "Pots and Pans," and it's just this weird kind of blip of percussion. And but it also has that kind of staticky old sound. But that's what it, it took me to, and I, I appreciate it. it was under like Uto's rap section. He, that's the one where he's like last touch. Right? That's where. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> Yeah. Um, <laughs> is there anything else you you think? Uh, like, was the br- I think the bridge is okay. Also, I mean, uh, that's not the downplay. These guys is like, or the vocal uh, teams like abilities. The, they, they, I think they all sounded great for what they were given. Um, but yeah, I'm just it, it's it's not a good look when the rap portions are my favorite part of your song. Um, just feels like it should have just been a rap song. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, is there anything else for you guys uh, that you want to talk about before we move on to the music video real quick? Uh, yeah, not really. From nah, me. that's I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> sorry, sorry, single. Uh, we're going to move on to the B-sides. Um, but there is a music video for this song and I quickly took a glance at it. And yeah, just like the song, it's just very, you know, serviceable. Um, really great outfits. Thought of Alan Mark the whole time. I was like, which one would he wear? Probably the, uh, would you wear the brown, like, houndstooth looking one? I forget who was wearing that one. Oh, I know which one are you. You'd wear the one, um, I think, I guess Yuto was wearing it, right? Or who was, no, 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 I think, I forget who. Um, who was wearing the cutoff, uh, like the, the vest? The green, the green one? Vest, That's, the green vest. Uh, y- Yan An. Yan An, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yan An yeah. was yeah. great in this yeah. video. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, feel, I was like, yeah. Yeah, I was yeah. like, that's probably what Alan Mark would wear. No, I don't know. I think, I mean, realistically, I mean, you I'd, look great in it. Yeah, realistically, yeah. I'd probably just choose whatever Jinho's wearing because he's the one closest yeah. to my height. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, um, fair, fair. But uh, I think uh, I generally liked like what Kino was wearing the most. I think actually, yeah. Oh, but there was a really cool like fuchsia shirt that um, I forgot which member that is that was wearing. Um, was it? Hongso, no, not Hongso. Shinwon, maybe? Yeah. I'm still learning yeah. some of their names. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I, I didn't really take away anything else from the music video besides their great outfits. Oh, um, I, I was, I said at the beginning, but it's just how the choreo for the chorus just looked as, it's just sound, looked as basic as the chorus sounded to me. And, I, I, I can't even think of the moves. It just looked like, it really looked like 
they were just trying to do a, a viral yeah. dance or something like that. It's like that. all knees and then hand on the <clears> chin. <throat> yeah. Yeah, just like very and it was not a good tell or good sign for me at least of their their dancing abilities cuz I'm I'm assuming they can dance fairly well. Um I think so. I'm not sure. I think yeah, Kino's so. really good, but I like the the last chorus choreography is actually pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um Oh, right, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um but yeah, I Great outfits. I just thought of only one of again with their black um, chain leathery looking outfits, um, which I'm just always going to refer to those outfit, those types of outfits as a libido. So mm-hmm. um, even though I don't think they were wearing leather, were they? No. Or was it just all black? I think it was a lot of silk and <laughs> and like yeah, some right. like see through yeah. sheer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you're right. Never mind. Silk chiffon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. Uh, but yeah, guys, uh, what <laughs> I kind of oh, took all the maybe to all the talking yeah, points. But I have, what did you guys think? I had one big question uh, that came out of the music video, and it was during the bridge part with uh, Yuto and uh, Usok's rap part. Okay, why did yeah, they yeah. saran wrap a motorcycle? Not saran wrap. Why did they wrap it in tinfoil? I what's oh, going I on there? there? Maybe okay. they're they're protecting it for when Kim Lip comes back to get <laughs> the bike. <laughs> <laughs> Keep a watch. Ryan, Ryan Jen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it always comes back to him. Uh, uh, that's it. Oh yeah, that's, that's the only thing. I just noticed that today. And I was like, what statue is that? And I'm like, oh no, that's like oh. a wrapped motorcycle. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of want to look at it now. Oh yeah, what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> it's, yeah, it's during the part with the really cool drums. <laughs> yeah. It's a great looking chandelier. Um, okay, sorry. I completely missed that. I thought it was just some crumpled up shiny yeah, tinfoil paper. I kind of missed that too. <laughs> yeah, but I didn't realize it was actually in the shape That's of That's the things you notice when uh, this song doesn't grab you as much as, <laughs> yeah. as you think it would. Do you think uh, there's actually a motorcycle underneath there? Or they just <laughs> It's just a mold. The, oh. It's just a tinfoil yeah. mold of a motorcycle. Yeah, I, I wouldn't put it past them to be like, oh, we got to cut some costs, guys. <laughs> I, mean, I think um, Cube would have some money. Granted, I, Idol hasn't no, done anything I, I, in a while. I, I'm sure they would have a spare motorcycle also to like mm. <laughs> to to pull from. But yeah, it just seems like a lot of work for for such a yeah. missable prop. Well, maybe it was one from the from Idol's Uh Oh music video, and they're like, "Oh, we oh, yeah. want to show that's the same one." So just wrap it <laughs> <or something." laughs> that bike was on set, and they were like, "Uh oh, all right, <laughs> okay, all right." Let's move on, guys, to track number two. Oh, hold on. Okay, hold on. Uh, oh, I, no, I no, was going to say, oh, sorry, I sorry, did sorry. like the, that, the knee choreo, whatever. I, I thought oh, you did? Good. You yeah, did? Yeah. Okay, okay. Or I like the one, I like the one that where they actually move so left to right, I think, on screen. But then I like the one where they are in place, but they're just alternating their like, like movement. So I, I, I thought it was fine, and I like the way it hit. The beats too, but so I. But the last chorus I thought was also really good. Um, but yeah, other than that, I think it it was it was like a fine video for the song. The I think the vibe of like I don't know sophisticated and uh, kind of like high society art people. It it fit the 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 sound of the song. Um, but yeah, it it, it was okay. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, quick note, speaking of choreography, they need to stop putting Jinho next to Wusuk. 
<laughs> because Jinho, their oldest member, is listed as probably a generous 5'7". And then Wusuk, oh. their maknae, is definitely at least 6'2". <laughs> oh. <laughs> their maknae is the, like, the tallest? Yeah. Or one of the tallest? No, he is that's the great. tallest for sure. Oh, that's great. <laughs> it's funny. That is great. It's fun because in the Shine music video, he wears shorts, so he looks even taller. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. Okay. All right. Now we will move on to track number two um, entitled One Shot and Steven I know you just said your your piece with the music video but I, I kind of want to know your thoughts of this song first so sure. or I want to I want to I want your thoughts to be the first okay for our audience so yeah I guess uh, go ahead uh, I, I would say like I, I wasn't ready for this one <laughs> they, they were asking at the beginning and I, I wasn't ready but I, I did happen to see that like Nathan one of the like songwriters I I like a lot for his work with Woods. I, I did see that uh, before I listened to it, and I mean I I actually didn't know what direction it would go in, but uh, as I was listening to it, I was like, this does feel like a song that Nathan would write, and uh, does sound like some of Woods' work too. But I thought this had a great riff, um, and like. I, for some reason, I got an arena rock vibe at times, like with the opening mm-hmm. melody, mm-hmm. like the very first song line. Um, it sounded like that one Bon Jovi song, and then after that, it was less. Uh, it was less like of that era of rock, and mm-hmm. just more like pop rock. But it, I, I like it, its upbeat tempo, um, and then that kind of chant or oh, chorus. Um, but yeah. Uh, it's like it's a fun song. Also, I I like it. I, yeah, I mentioned the tempo, and it just it it's not like slowing down too much. Uh, yeah, it, it's just it's a pretty cool, like interesting, playful, fun song. Oh, it definitely it definitely slows down though. Like what I assume is the pre-chorus. Oh, um, the yeah, one, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, which is a which is an interesting. Um, I thought it was oh, an interesting way yeah, to. Yeah. Yeah, because uh, was that technically part of the chorus, or is I think that that's the, the pre-chorus? Chorus. I think that's the chorus because yeah. the pre-chorus I would say is the do 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 part. Uh, yeah, 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 that's right. And yeah, then it's such like an oh, interesting. Yeah, like you feel like it's gonna lead up to something, and then everything just yeah. drops, right, and it's right, just right. Yuto's deep ass voice with that bass. And um, I guess we'll just start talking about that because that when that <laughs> hit for the first time, I was like surprised. I was into my car, Me and I was too. like, "What just happened?" I'm like in the middle of 880. I'm like, what just happened? But it was like, I was not ready. But like, it was a so. yeah, exactly. But it was a really, really nice surprise. Uh, like I love that change of pace. Uh, Me too. Yeah, that was a really interesting choice there. But, but yeah, continue, I, Steven. I, sorry, I, I like that. I like that. Chord. <laughs> I was I was listening to it, and I like that. It just after that slower part, it just like thrusts you back into that yeah, same yeah. energy. It's like that, a, yeah. So yeah, that's what I. That, so I really like the way it just like stops or cuts off and then it just like gets you right back into it. That's what feeling like should have done where it just like it it didn't need to do a gradual increase. It just shoots you up um, to like shoot you with some energy. But this one, it's right off the bat, it's just like high energy and it was just fun to kind of feel like you're in like slow motion even where you're just like... Um, you're just taking a quick breath or break, and then you go back to um, uh, 
100 miles per hour or whatever. Um, okay, sorry. <laughs> I just, I needed to interject because I, 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 I yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, just like those moments. Yeah. Uh, but Alamark, uh, do you have anything else you wanted to, uh, you want to add? Yeah. Um, I, I mean, yeah, I already mentioned, talked about the chorus, loving that first sequence. But, and then I also love it to go straight into like a very melodic part of the chorus, which is like what I'm very much used to with Pentagon, which is really nice. Uh, but I do think like the chanty um, OO section was a little bit too much because I feel like the riff, the guitar riff alone is so great. That like that would have that uh, it it could stand alone as like being a really catchy like energetic portion. It, I don't think it really needed the O's and um, yeah, I felt like it was a little unnecessary. But otherwise, I loved everything about this song. The guitar is great. It yeah, I I wasn't really um, you know. I, I didn't really gravitate towards the Bon Jovi anthem rock um, <laughs> portion, but then I did like the way they incorporated the riff back into what was, like you said, Stephen, a, a pop rock, a rock pop. I forget what you said. Either one. Pop um, rocks. Pop rocks. There you go. Pop rocks. And please Coke. sponsor us. Yeah. And Coke. Please, um, Coca Cola. That one. Yeah. Please sponsor us. We oh. would love that. Yeah. Pass me a Coke Zero. <laughs> To calm down. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> okay. let's, let's keep it. Okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, I um, I I thought I, I just very uh, surprised as well to hear uh, as rocky of a song. It, it was just it's it. it <laughs> 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 oh, this episode is too. All right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, no, I love it. I love it. Um, but yeah, I I I just. I the only thing I was thinking of was um, wh- how they would because uh, I was thinking visually how this song would be used uh, for you know like as B roll uh, a backing for a B roll of like a I don't know a truck driving through like a Texas uh, desert or something like that I don't know just it it reminded me of not country but that. That type of like Americana where it's just, um, you know, bigger is better. A Ford truck oh. commercial. Ford truck oh. commercial, yeah. Ford is tough. Sp- like it was just, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is going to be the most product placed, uh, <laughs> most product placement uh, episode we'll ever have. And we want all of you to sponsor us. Okay. Um, but that's my piece with this song. Uh, do you guys have any lasting notes? Um, uh, oh, just a couple of things. I really liked how the riff sounded in the bridge because it was kind of mm-hmm. on its mm-hmm. own. And then it felt like, I don't know, extra nasty in that section. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, but then I think you hear, it's either like, I don't know if it's actually played on a higher octave or if it's like a harmonic type of effect on it. But I, it's like, it sounds a little different. Um, but then like the visuals that I had, like I was trying to, Trying to imagine like a live performance of it, but all I could really imagine was just for this song, them at the end doing like the very heavy breathing, uh, like ending fairy thing, and like I'd be perfectly fine with that. Like that totally that I, I they would be. I feel like you would be so tired after performing mm-hmm. to this song. <laughs> yeah. Nice. 
All right. Are you re- are you ready to move on to the next song? <laughs> oh, uh, the next song. I, oh, I, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, well, good thing, Alamark, you're going to yeah. start our conversation no. for this song. So. Oh, oh, my God. So, yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. Okay. So, we're going to move on to track number three entitled The Game. And good luck, Alamark, leading us off our discussion uh, because what the hell was this song <laughs> and where did it come from? Oh, man. Uh, I guess I'll first note, uh, composed by uh, member Wusok along with Nathan again, Yunji, and then I mentioned also Hoho, another member from uh, that group Mola, or that kind of collaboration group. And those four, they did a hell of a thing with this song, huh? <laughs> yeah, they, they did. They oh, did not start it never... off with an opera sample of La Xia Chopianga, <laughs> I think. <laughs> And I'm like, I, I don't know. <laughs> like, he's not credited as a writer, but I like to believe that um, the opera and the Queen inspired portions are thanks to Jinho because uh-huh. Jinho is like, I don't know if how if you know much, but he is an incredible vocalist. Like, he's really, really good. Um, uh, but yeah, that's um, yeah. I think I think it's him singing those parts too because I think. Like, I think he may be the only one that can sing those parts. Um, in, like, Pentagon, for sure. Maybe all of K-pop or boy groups oh. at the very least. Like, he's good. Um, but just, it's... The arrangement's super cool. I'll start off there. Be- between all, like, the background vocals, the strings, and then switching up with the rock stuff uh, with the heavy guitar. Like, it's... I I love this. It's weird, but I love it. Yeah. It's ev- it's so <laughs> everywhere and all over the place. But sometimes that's just like... That's what you want. That's all you need. <laughs> um, I, I want to see this performed yeah. now. Yeah. In right? an opera or something yeah. like that. Right? This, it was, this is reminding me of how weird... Um, I don't know if you remember that uh, sketch from... A long time ago, I don't remember, but it's the one of Shia LaBeouf, and he's doing the clap, the 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 meme of him clapping in oh. the audience by himself. Yeah. Um, but it's like the opera of like how you should run away from Shia LaBeouf or something like that, whatever that comedian uh, made. But that the the obscurity of that song reminded me, or this song reminded me of the, obscur- of the obscurity of that song, and it was just so. Random, not random. Sorry, it was so like out of nowhere, and I, I don't think I've ever heard such a song before, especially in K-pop. There have been probably you know operatic ballads galore, but I don't know. There's just something about this that just is mm-hmm. so unique yeah. and just so special. I mean, every single line is sung in an operatic way. It seems like, or at least has like you know. The lead singer and then the three, uh, three or four backup vocalists doing like a harmonic opera time uh, thing. I mean, they they say Figaro. Like, oh, we are like, Galileo Figaro. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! I mean, that's, that just, has to be a Queen reference. That has to be a Bohemian reference. Yeah, 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 for sure, for sure. And, <laughs> now I have um, two endings. <laughs> <laughs> We'll do the alternate ending. Um, yeah, I just, I, I mean, I mean, okay. And then let's 
you, t- you talked about the strings, but I think the or just the orchestra was such a nice touch for this song as well. It just added to the grandioseness of the song. It just made it feel so big, and I was just <laughs> so good. Okay, uh, I'll, I'll keep talking as we keep touching on more. Yeah, parts. I'm sure, there's uh, more to st- talk about. <laughs> yeah, Stephen. Okay, what are, what, yeah. what are some things we missed? <laughs> um, I, I would want to just highlight uh, Kino's vocals. He was like the first one to sing, and he has this, the way he sings the word tension is super cool. Mm. Like he sounds great on there. Um, but yeah, I really love that. This really interesting mix of instruments. They're the, the very explicitly electronic ones, like the those distorted horns, mm-hmm. and then like with all like the classical elements. I just that mix of the choral vocals. You got those strings. I thought I heard like traditional some sound like castanets or something, and then um, like th- they kept saying like something about a devil, and then I, I was just imagining like. Uh, that the solo violin was played by someone who's had to sol- sell their soul to the devil <laughs> to to earn that ability. Like I, I like that there was actually this solo violin like playing instead of just like or like a string section of an orchestra. So I, I thought that was a really cool uh, section. Um, and then in the the second verse with the the rap sections, like they were kind of, they were a bit of faster, but like the choral section that had a faster rhythm too. And I loved how they just complimented each other that way. It's so good. <laughs> uh. <laughs> We're all exhausted just I know. because <laughs> it's just so much excitement behind it. Um, it, fe- it feels like a musical also in a way. Yeah. Um, especially with the run, run, run like a devil. Yeah. Um, it's so theatric. It's just- yeah. yeah, exactly. And it's just, <laughs> it's like a whole act uh, for an opera just in one song. Um, and uh, yeah, I don't even know where else to kind of yeah. go. It's just, there's so many parts. Um, yeah. I thought it was very interesting, though, that they, um, uh, I think for the bridge, oh, no, not the bridge, um, pre bridge, post chorus, I, I don't know what section it is, but they kind of had like a, a dance break. Mm-hmm. Um, where they kind of cut out the opera um, parts and then just made it straight up, uh, yeah, just had a little dance break. And I, I just, <laughs> I, I was like, I, I, I think at that point everything had like bubbled up inside of me, and it was just, it was like a fun release of just like movement in my head at least. And it, it was just. Um, yeah, it was it, it was a great way to lead into what would be, I guess, the bridge. Um, but yeah, that's that's a lot of my notes. Mm-hmm. Just like uh, expressions, like what, huh, who? Yeah, <laughs> just just questions. Yeah. Okay. Um, I do want to note as well. Like they have that one, like na 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 part that I think, especially compared to one shot, I said that was a bit cheesy. But I think here. Like that sequence really works because the song's called like the game, mm-hmm. and that na 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 part has like a playfulness to it too. That is also very sinister, which I think really adds to um, this this whole song's concept. So I thought that was a really yeah. good choice. Um, but uh, also want to note at the end, there's some incredible vocal runs going on, which I'm just gonna say those are Jinho. I'm I like they're so clean and like oh it's it's so good. Uh, yeah, so shout out to that because that even elevated this already elevated song to another level. 
Um, yeah. Also, they reference Don Quixote. There's like a the yeah, Rosinante part. I was like, yeah. <laughs> like everything about this is just like so it, cultured. Yeah, it's, yeah. yeah, so cultured. I thought it's like meant to be on like a theater stage. Yeah, I I had like those exact same notes. <laughs> that that was what I was gonna say. But uh, yeah, I like I I just yeah want to hit on that note about this song. Aside from just being very like captivating to listen to, just having a story too that you can tell, like what what that it has this feeling that you, that you get from it. So yeah, it, it's such a such a great great song. I'm wondering how they recorded this, like because oh. like a, I feel like a lot of recordings are you know one at a time, right? Mm-hmm. I don't see a lot of... This song, like, needed everyone to be, like, in the yeah. same booth at the yeah. same time. And it's, like, a big so. studio space where there's, like, they're yeah. far from the, the... Like, a little bit further from the microphones, but just, like, shouting the right. the choral yeah. parts. Yeah. It, I just imagine how fun it must have been to record this yeah. song. Yeah. Uh, um, maybe they'll do, like... Maybe they'll rent out a, a mall again. And then kind of do some. I'm I'm referring to Lehigh, by the way. Uh, they'll they'll rent a mall out and then um, have some sort of uh, lone orchestra playing the song. Okay, um, you guys, have any other notes before we uh, move on a break? I'm tired. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. The, I think it's okay. I think it's. I think uh, we, we've never needed a break more than this moment right here. <laughs> All right, so with that, we're going to take a quick break, uh, gather our thoughts again, kind of uh, release our uh, pent-up energy that we've we've uh, <laughs> accumulated talking about the song. And when we come back, we will, of course, talk about the rest of the album and have a game. I forget whose turn is it. I'm going to say it's Steven's turn. Yeah, good guy. had <laughs> a 50-50 shot. Should have just did a coin toss. Yeah, that was a reference to football. Um, oh, <laughs> and the controversy with what happened. Anyway, it's not a sports. It's not a sports show. All right, uh, we'll see you guys on the B side. Welcome back to the B-Side. As you already know, we like to play a game when we come back from break. And this week's game is brought to you by Steven. So I'm going to hand it over to him. And let's play funny game. <laughs> yes, thank you. <laughs> I yeah, I didn't really come up with a special name. But I'm going to call this game The Game. Um, <laughs> so... <laughs> <laughs> and, and today yeah. um, I'm actually going to be taking a page out of uh, Chuck's Silver Linings playbook and um, <laughs> except <laughs> this won't be this won't be as uh, compelling a listen I think um, I, I think maybe maybe we can we can share the link so uh, the, the listeners can play if they want to and then they, they could like 
skip ahead if they don't want to hear the answers. But um, we're going to play a game that is very popular and uh, you guys should be familiar with. Um, Pentagon is a five-sided uh, shape. <laughs> so what else is five We're going to play Wordle. We're going to play Wordle. So what I have done... <laughs> I hope this doesn't ruin the game for you. But oh my God. today, uh, thankfully, someone has made a make-your-own-wordle maker. And I have made... <laughs> five, you will be playing oh five wordles. You have to solve five wordles. Oh my God. And, um, they will, the answers will be a five-letter word, an Eng- five-letter English word uh, from... The lyrics of each song, except for bad. So <laughs> I only picked five songs. Um, and uh, yeah, so once you solve the wordle, that's not the answer. The answer will be the title of that song where okay. you'll find that word. So uh, I don't have a practice round, but here are here are the links. I hope it's going to be easy enough to keep track of. Um, I used like a link shortener so that you can have the the round numbers. Ooh. Uh, so just keep, you can look at that. Um, and then, so yeah, I guess uh, just... <laughs> this is great. <laughs> I'll, I'll give you oh, a few, no. like some time to solve <laughs> each of these. Uh, make sure you just have them in this order. So round these links, uh, one, two, three, four, five. That's the order of the answers. Um, so yeah, I want you to write down the answer, but I also would ask that you keep track of how many times it takes you to get the answer for each okay. uh, round. And that will serve as our tiebreaker, whoever has the lowest number of so, total tries. So do we need to tell you the song title or just yes. we need to figure out the word? So you have to figure out the word, but then the answer will be the song title. So even if you don't actually get it right, but then that's the only song left that you haven't answered, then uh, that will still work. So uh, you don't have to tell me that you solved it. But um, yeah, it's it's obviously not going to be in the order of the tr- track list. But uh, okay. yeah. Uh, yeah, so <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't really know how much time, but maybe just hopefully you can finish this. Okay. All right. Well, we'll definitely speed it up. Um, yeah. Yeah, we, I, yeah, I don't know how much you want to cut out while you're doing oh it. Oh my god. Okay, let me <laughs> just tell you this. Okay, so you both submitted your answers. Uh, I'll see how you guys did. All right, okay. So uh, I have tallied up the answers and we do, well, we do have a winner, but it did have to come down to... Uh, uh, the total number of, of tries <laughs> because you guys both got all of them correct. Um, nice. Yeah. So I, I'll just read off what the, the answers were. Uh, one was Sparkling Night and the word was Dream. Uh, two the song is Feeling Like. The word is Touch. Uh, three is the game. Word is Devil. Four is One Shot. The word is Ready. And then five is uh, call my name, and the word is mango. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, but for uh, the number, because you both got them right, we did have to 
see how many it took you guys to solve each round. Um, so, yeah, Chuck, it took you total uh, 12 tries. And Alan Mark, it took you 19. So <laughs> Chuck is our winner. He actually got... <laughs> He got two in one try. Oh, why did I just get Devil. a mango for all of them? I'm so mad. I don't. I'm so mad. Ah! An incredible performance for you today. When Chuck. I when I realized that you were choosing the iconic five letter words, I was like, okay, I'm gonna do devil. And I was like, okay, he did devil. The next one has got to be. Uh, I was like. Is it candy or <laughs> I, I tried my the three words were candy, mango, and ready. So then mm. I was like, when I did candy, I was like, oh, it's not candy, it's ready. <laughs> that's why yeah. uh, that's why it only took me two. And then of course I figured out I figured that mango mm. mango juice, sweet like mango juice. Yeah. Would uh, be the next one. I was playing uh, it too much like real wordle. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, yeah, I was like, no, no, I, I, I don't have time to, to, to take ten minutes to figure this out. Oh man, that was great. God, that was so good. Um, by the way, if you don't know what Wordle is, just look it up on Google, um, and you will find out the game. Just in case you've never heard of the word Wordle mm-hmm. before or been on the internet. Um, but thank you, Stephen, for that. Yet, yet again, another <laughs> fantastic game from you. It's just always so much fun whenever you come, yeah. come to when, whenever you bring the game. Yeah, I, I so. feel like I had to. You know, well, this week I took a break from my winning ways on the show, so <laughs> I had you to are come through with a, a good. You game are the Alan Mark of, se- of season one. <laughs> like you are, you, I think you're 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 winning. You're ahead by three or two, something like that. I think so. Yeah. yeah. So I, I know I, have, I think I have five wins this season. So. All right, you're the one to beat season two. Okay, <laughs> um, that's fun. I want to make my own wordles now. All right, um, well, let's finish off the uh, the <laughs> the rest of this uh, album, guys. Um, starting with track number four, uh, which has the uh, <laughs> which has the word mango in it. Um, it's entitled. Call my name, and just immediately after the game, they they hit me with yet another very interesting track because I, I forget who did it. I think it was an NCT song. I forget which NCT, but who was, who did the yeah. song Diggity? That was NCT Dream. Dream. NCT yeah. Dream. Okay, and in the song Diggity, there were no real like references. I feel like to the No Diggity song, or at least no um, homages. But this song, not only does it have the <laughs> word No Diggity in it, but it actually does the <sighs> hey yeah, hey yeah, hey yeah, hey yeah. Like it does that whole part. And I was like, perfect. That's exactly how you do a No Diggity reference. And because of that, I really like this song. Um, another Another song where the bass line really stood out um and i just thought again this had a fantastic groove to it um and it was just like 
it just felt cool. It, it was a very cool song to to listen to, and the ca- the chorus was so catchy. I, I just, um, I, I'm just kind of jumping all over the place um, because I'm I had such a high from our talk of the game and me winning our our, <laughs> our game for this week. So, um, but yeah, I thought this could have been, I don't know. This could have been a way better single, I think, if you were, if you wanted it. Um, it sounds it sounds more like a single, like a a more energetic single, if that. So, yeah, I, I like the song. Um, Steven, what did you think of "Call My Name"? Yeah, I really like this one too. Um, and you know, after all the surprises from the game, like I, I don't know if I was expecting any more, but then. That that no diggity like section that that was just such a fun surprise. And at first, I I I just I recognized that I, but I was like, wait, what is this from? And then it just <laughs> immediately came to me. <laughs> but like, yep. there, there was, I didn't really even catch them saying no diggity in my first like few listens. And then when I went back and like was looking at the lyrics too, yeah, then it then it all like clicked, but. Yeah, I, this one, I think it kind of had a similar vibe as the first song. Um, but I like, I think I like this one more. And it, it also kind of felt like um, that era of music that had uh, D-A-N-C-E by Justice. Like, that, yeah. it's like that 2000s mm. new love disco. That. Love Justice. Like, revival kind of thing. Yeah, yeah th- like Ed Banger records. Um mm-hmm. Yeah, um, this had a great pre-chorus, and Gino, like that's I think my first time mentioning him, but like I love the way he's saying that ooh line just to, to bring us into the the pre-chorus, and yeah, uh, the second verse has some great guitar playing, mm-hmm. and then like the bridge, they're like it's like all guitar. I, I, I thought I heard maybe three guitars, one doing like a lower section, one like just in the back. Like soloing, and then like another one, just picking. They're all just like picking around, but it. They were able to layer them together in in a way that provided a, like a foundation for that the vocals. So yeah, this was a really cool song. Uh, yeah. Um. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I was just re-listening to the song real quick, and I just. <laughs> Uh, I just like how the 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 main hook is only you can call my name and I like it, Bay. I just mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just such a fun lyric. Okay, Alamark, what are your thoughts? Yeah, on call me by your name. Yeah, I think when I was going through the tracks, I was actually surprised that this one didn't have Nathan Orohoho as a in the uh, composition line, but it's Kino, Kim Tae Hong, and Milano. I'm not too familiar with the latter two, but um, yeah. I mean, it's cool that Kino helped write this, and yeah, that no diggity interpretal interpolation was is incredible. Um, That's the word I was trying to think of. Uh. Yeah, um, but yeah, this uh, like uh, some other moments. Like I love. I think it's in the chorus. There's some piano that's just like way back there, like a little like honky tonky ish kind of piano <laughs> that I think adds a really cool bounce to it. Um, so I like I like that choice there. Um, I do wish that like the lead guitar was mixed a bit louder because I love a mm. lot of the work that it did there. But 
Um, it's still there. You can still hear it. Um, so it's still, that's not really a knock. I just, I just love it so much. I want it to be louder. But yeah, like, yeah, I just really enjoyed this. I don't have a lot of notes besides what was already said. It's just really fun, really good. It's this song is, you know, sweet like a mango juice. It, it yep. makes you feel good. It's so fun. Yeah, I like to imagine, you know, cotton candy. When I'm uh, <laughs> listening to this song. Um, but yeah, it's <laughs> it's not I mean, it it does get repetitive, but not in a bad way. Mm-hmm. I, I think it's it just it becomes more of a chant, if you if you will, and it's just a fun song to chant to. Um, I mean, it 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 invokes similar similar like like movement inside of me um, that that no diggity did, where it just felt like I was just I wanted to like you know shrug my shoulders constantly. Um, yeah, it, it was good. And Stephen, uh, do you have any? Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. One th- just uh, NCT Dream was not the only group who had a song mm-hmm. uh, last year. Actually, one us they released a song that was just called No Diggity, but I don't I don't remember it having any references to their yeah. original. What so, I don't remember yeah. it either. Yeah, I'm not a. I'm not, I don't think I was a big fan of of that song. If I yeah. Recall correctly. <laughs> but who would have thought the so, song? The song that doesn't have any diggity in the title. Yeah. I, I'd say one. this is the the leader in K-pop of the songs facto, that yeah. reference no diggity in some way. Being <laughs> probably the best version of it. So. Alright. Well, I, 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 we, I think we need to make a Wikipedia entry now uh, for best songs. I don't know. <laughs> best interpolated no diggity songs. Mm-hmm. Well, I'll, I'll make a note of it. Okay. Right now. Great. Wiki... Wiki this. Okay. Wiki this. Okay. Okay. All right. Um, let's move on, guys, to track number five. Entitled Sparkling Night. And Steven, uh, I think it's your turn to lead us off. So uh, what are your thoughts on this song? Yeah. Um, I think once it started, I knew that I was really going to like it. Just because it's one of... Like my favorite styles of totally. like, especially boy group songs that it's very like hopeful and pleasant and it has a youthful sound to it and like just very dreamy too. So th- this this might have been my favorite song. I think this is from I think this is my favorite song on the <laughs> mini album. Uh it's just yeah. I I think it's the one I would listen re-listen to the most. Uh, as interesting as the other ones are, like this is the one that I, I want to return to most of the time, I think. Um, but yeah, just it, it creates a really, really nice atmosphere with the the instruments it uses. Like I, I loved how the the keys they're they're like they almost like just cushion the the sound and they fill up the space so much. And there's a, a nice quiet synth lead in the back. Um, I, and I loved how the bass. Even though it was playing like kind of, I think it was like eighth notes, it was still a little muted and, and quieter. So it, it didn't uh, like take over the song. And I think they just built this like really nice place I wanted to be in. And the the melody was really pretty. I felt this feeling of like weightlessness as they were singing. So it's just, it's, it's a, a nice song. It has a really, 
great like feeling like, kind of just carefree and like so so pleasant yeah um i kind of am in agreement with you i i mean after i talk of the game i think that is like my bias record in this album right mm -hmm. now uh because sparkling night is also my favorite but um uh, i'll talk more about that in my turn uh, because it's your turn now Alamark. yeah i don't have a lot of notes on this one but i would also say that this is my favorite song of the album actually uh -huh. i i love it i think similar to what steven felt i think when it first started i automatically knew like it's a song that i resonate with like sound wise vibe wise it's like so dreamy and like it's just such a pretty song too. It feels like you're just driving along the coast during a sunset. It's that kind of song. Um, was yeah. that what you wanted to say? No, no, no. Well, I'm, oh, I'm, I'm like, I'm, I'm like, it's, it's an ingredient. Okay. I'm an ingredient. So I'm like, yeah. yeah. But yeah, it's um, and I think part of that, uh, no, not only with those synth textures, which are just gorgeous. Uh, I love the melody, especially in the chorus. It's it's so relaxed, um, but it's like. I don't know. The whole song feels effortless in a way that just like it feels like a hug. It's very comforting. Yeah, just I could listen to that on loop just like forever. That section. It's just so sweet. This song is so sweet. And yeah, I like that. Like a mango. Like a sweet, like a mango. Yeah, like a mango juice. Oh, sorry, mango juice. I also like that the song is actually in Korean. It's titled. Guanlancha, which means Ferris wheel. Um, oh. So I guess, aside from driving, it also feels like you're on a Ferris wheel in the middle of this carnival and you're like up top and you can see the entire town and it's just pretty. Uh -huh. That's great. I like that. Um, well, clearly, since this song is your guys' favorite song, I take back everything I said about the game. It's no longer a bias record. <laughs> I, I, I don't care about that song because <coughs> Sparkly Night is my favorite song as well off the track. And like you said, it's... Um, <laughs> like you said, Steven, all I needed to hear was the very first like chord, uh, the sound of it. I was like, ah, that's it. That's the one. That's the, those are the songs that we like to mm -hmm. gravitate towards too. And so um, it makes sense that this is my favorite as well. Um, some things I wanted to point out. I, uh, I mean, we're going to sound like a broken record uh, whenever we talk about these songs. But clearly the very 80s inspired um, synths and the, 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 the drum machines, I guess, uh, being put on. Um, yeah, I just, it was so, such a catchy, carefree song. Um, I was, um, I was comparing it in my head to, uh, AHA's Take On Me. Oh. It sounded like the same BPM almost, but then it's that same feeling that that's or take on me the, the feeling you get when you listen to take on me was very similar to what i had when i was listening to the song it just felt like it felt young um maybe somebody's in love and it was just um i don't know it made me want to sway back and forth you know like left and right and it was just um like al mark said driving on the coast with the sunset I'd even uh, argue maybe it's already nighttime. And then there's just like the street lamps just mm -hmm. flashing by you as you, maybe you're in a tunnel. Anyway, um, that's really uh, all I wanted to say also about this song. 
I like that hug note. That was good. I'm going to write that down as, <laughs> and, then, and then quote you saying it. Thank you. I, I'm never going to even, I'm not going to look back on these notes, but just in case, <laughs> some just in case some historian like thousands of years from now, it's like, and, and our podcast is like, jump to the upper echelons of society. It's just like, we are now the, you know, um, we're like the de facto indication of what life was like in 2022. Mm. They're going to look at this note, hug, like a hug. Alan Mark. <laughs> Profound. Okay. I've become the next yeah. Socrates. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> That'd be great. As, uh, you know, as Alan Mark would say. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, you guys ready to move on to our last track? Yes. Sure. Let's do it. All right. Track number six is entitled Bad. And what a funny title for... It's in all caps also. Uh, what a funny title for what the song really is. Um, which uh, I guess if you could, if you know K-pop, it's the last song of the track. So you can probably guess what kind of song it is. But um, Alamark, I would love for you to lead our conversation on this bad track. Yeah. So uh, written by Wusok and June, this actually feels the closest to what I would expect out of a Pentagon song because... Um, it is like, even though it's like ballady, it also is like pretty bright and like um, and bouncy, which is what like I sort of correlate that with with them, especially for like a boy group. It's it's different in that way, um, but yeah, I, I like this though because it's uh, melodically it's really good, it's earnest, yeah. it's bright yet emotional. Like that's how I sort of relate the um, to Pentagon's music. So. Uh, it's a nice like closer for sure, um, and just instrumental. I love the lead acoustic guitar that goes on throughout the the song. So, um, but yeah, I don't have a lot of notes, but I did really enjoy this one as well. Um, yeah, I mean, that, if, more things may pop up as we uh, as we discuss. I uh, I also thought this was a really cool song too. Um, I if you ask me, will I listen to it later down the line? Probably not. <laughs> But it was just a good way to close this album, I think. Um, I don't really have anything more to add. I really the the instrumentals are the thing is the thing that stood out the most um, because you know the vocals the, while they sound pretty, I thought they're you know pretty standard for your ballad. So it's nothing really, um, nothing really catchy. Um, I, I think there is that one rappy part, the one that goes like. I think that part I think uh, will be memorable to me um, but I think the most memorable part about this song is the fact that I imagine the Madamba clan when they meet up in for the holidays they're going to perform this song <laughs> together and Steven is going to be on that lead guitar just just strumming away just plucking all those beautiful notes so that's really yeah. my takeaway it's not too far off from uh, reality, I think. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, I, it's just me, really. <laughs> no one else is like, looking at the lyrics. And, could, you imagine, <laughs> could you imagine your brother just rapping Korean? Yeah. That'd be great. Also, uh, he's the, uh, he's the, the Wusuk of the, uh, of, of, the, of the clan. <laughs> I love it. 
Uh, but yeah, Stephen, uh, what are your thoughts uh, besides uh, taking notes of the the notes that yeah, you yeah. perform at uh, eleven months from now? <laughs> oh, yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, it's a, it's a really nice song. I I think I was feeling like this sounded like some almost like second gen songs. I I, I feel like I could hear like Big Bang do like oh, yeah, over yeah, this yeah. or like Twenty One, um, and like the. The rap section on this was one of the more memorable ones on the album to me. And I felt those reminded me a lot of like flows you would hear on an Epic High song. So mm. like I it had this because the style has existed also for like a long time in, in K-pop. So I think that's just why it was giving me those kinds of vibes. Um, but th- this song also had like uh, some really, really nice harmonies. And usually they were like sung higher. Um, and then I'm guessing it's also Jinho doing some more like super, some really like great high notes uh, near the, or right before the bridge. Um, yeah. So, and he, like just whoever was doing those background vocals, it, they were really great. Um, but really uh, not too much else that you guys haven't already mentioned. I Speaking of high notes, I really like the high notes in the outro. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The, <laughs> Those ones were sort of good. I, I I didn't hear. I didn't know what they were saying, uh, but I had to look at the lyrics. Yeah. But yeah, <laughs> I don't. I don't think I can hit those notes anymore. Or I don't know. I don't know if I ever could. <laughs> <laughs> but, but yeah, I try. I definitely tried, and I broke my voice a bit. Can I do it? Oh, into- nope. I can't do it. <laughs> <laughs> nope. Can't do it. I have to sing it at this. Yeah. I think about. <laughs> Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, can't hit it anymore. Lost it. All right. Um, I think that's good. Are you guys are good talking about bad? I'm good. I think so. Yeah. All right. Cool. Oh, sorry, guys. I forgot to ask last call. Do you guys yeah. want to do any last calls? <laughs> I guess. I guess we're never closing. Well, we're never. <laughs> we're never closing. Okay. Well, it looks like the the sign is still open. So, the, I, I am now doing last calls for this album. Um, and whoever wants to go, you can just start talking. Yeah, I felt like this, like last week also, these were two pretty much like more introductions like to a group that I wanted to know more about. And uh, yeah, I like I said, throughout a lot of it, I wasn't ready for some of the songs. (laughs) It was just so many surprises and so many things that... They were so fun to listen to, and like it's it's amazing that they're on their twelfth mini album. So like for for them to produce something of this this quality and to be uh, you know writing these songs themselves too that that's I think it's just a group that I really like really like. It's just you know always a matter of. How much time can I devote to going and like learning about all of these uh, these groups? I, I already just learned these nine uh, new people from from Promise, but I, I guess I can learn some more names now. And yeah, uh, I think it's overdue to be getting into Pentagon, but um, uh, I mean it's never too late, I suppose either. So yeah, great, really fun, fun album. Alan Mark. Yeah, uh, I think same here. I think for me, 
Um, I was a little bit wary knowing that Hui wasn't uh, a part of this album at all since he's been like, I've always equated like Pentagon with him because not only being the leader, but being like such a big part in the production side. Like I felt like that that was Pentagon sound. So knowing that this was going to be a little bit different um, was a little bit like, oh, I don't know what to expect. It's like, finally we have, the timing was right that we could do a Pentagon album. Um, but I, I don't think I was disappointed. I think overall, this album's really good. Um, and I'm, even though we said that the title track wasn't like um, as good as everything else, it's not as memorable. And sometimes that just means that the album as a whole is is good. And I think that's the case here. So yeah, I was really... It's nice to see... Um, not that they haven't been writing before, but it's nice to see um, like the other members like... Kino and Wusuk really highlighted with their um, songwriting abilities here. So that was really cool. So I felt like we got to really know this group a lot more than just like surface level, which was really nice. Um, but yeah, excited to get into Pentagon more. I think they were low-key another like one of those project groups that I mentioned. It's like, I'll, like this year, I'll, I'll take the time to get mm-hmm. into this group. And I think, yeah, as same with Steven, it's about time. Uh, a little overdue, but you know, we get here eventually, and glad we did. Well, you guys just do the exact the same thing I do with K-pop, which is listen to groups like four years later, like after the debut, <laughs> and like fall in love with them. So, yeah. um, it, it's on par with the chorus. Um, and speaking of that, I, I don't think I'm like, okay, now I got to listen to Pentagon, but I'm just happy that I finally did because it painted a clearer picture in my head, and I know. Um, I know exactly the types of sounds um, that they can perform. And if they do more songs like the game, uh, I think I would really gravitate towards really standing them just because um, I'm all, you guys know me, I'm always for the unique K pop. And it's just, um, it's songs like that that make me, uh, that make a group memorable to me. And mm-hmm. for sure, Pentagon has left a, a very lasting impression, but it's not one that I'm like, okay, now I'm going to pay attention. Um, but I will, if if you guys tell me to, I will always listen to any Pentagon future release. So, um, but, you know, uh, there's, like Steven said, there's just so many people. It's, so, it's just like so little time to uh, devote. And so I, I can... Um, I, I, it's it's taking all my brain power just to stay in Luna. So uh, anybody who follows underneath, uh, you, you're pretty lucky if I if I have the brain power for that. So so yeah. But overall, this album itself, I really enjoyed. And so um, if I just had this as my impression, I would be like Penta- Pentagon's a great group. So we'll see. I'll I'll, I'll let the uh, the uh, 16th EP release really be the uh, the judge. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Chuck, I that, feel like that'll you come would, out in three months. Yeah. But Chuck, I feel like you would really enjoy Shine. I feel like that is something you would mm. actually like. <laughs> I'm gonna go listen to Shine while I do the outro, but maybe I shouldn't because <laughs> I, uh, it'll just distract me because of how good it is. Okay, I'm listening to the first note. <laughs> oh, I know this song. What am I talking about? Of course, I know Shine. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I just didn't know it's Pentagon. Whoops. <laughs> Well, anyway, now you do. Uh, anyway, I, I love I love Pentagon now. Uh, I take back everything I said. <laughs> Pentagon is great. Okay, <laughs> all right. Let's close this out, guys. Um, once again, 
thank you so much for choosing to dine with us. We really hope you all enjoyed your stay, and we can't wait to have you next time. You can follow us at the socials. All sorry, at all the socials at How You Can Eat. We are on Twitter, we are on Instagram, and we are of course on TikTok. And you can even email us, uh, email Stephen specifically, howyoucaneat at gmail.com. We would love to read anything you send us. So go ahead and send whatever you want, even spam. We'll take spam at this point, guys. I mean, we, just, are, we, we do have spam on the podcast already. <laughs> I know. It just it only makes sense for you to send spam, whatever you want. Whatever um, princess who need money, whatever uh, credit card scam you want, just send it to us. We, we we really need emails, guys. So send, send all the <laughs> send the them. spam, send anything. <laughs> all right, okay, cool. Well, uh, thanks, guys. Um, so for um, oh, what am I talking about? I gotta tell you, you can watch, you can listen to all the other. I, I'm forgetting my script. All of a sudden, I, it's this episode. It's we we've gone. It's the it's the song. It's the game. It's just it's wrecked my brain. It's wrinkled my brain. But um yeah, you can also catch um, all the past episodes. We have a ton of stuff. We just released our uh, Promise Nine episode, so make sure to check that out. But also, we just released our second annual How You Can Eat Awards, also known as the Golden Tongs. It's a it's a really beefy episode, so make sure you have at least three hours to spare. Or you can, you know, listen to it in chunks, whatever. Um, but it's a really good one. Uh, we had a lot of fun recording that one. So make sure to check that out as well. All right. So for Alan, Mark, Stephen, and I, it has been our pleasure being your leaders this week. Um, so long, stay safe, and we'll see you next feast. See ya. Sweet like a mango juice. You <laughs> <laughs> You you uh you mixed it up for us. Oh wait 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 wait. We are gonna lay up big arrow. Bye 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 bye. You know you know both are going. Of course, <laughs> both are both are for sure going there. <laughs>